And we're back here at the 132 Breeze Podcast. This is Marlo uh, with my co-host Casey. Um, it's been another great week. Casey, how, how has your week been? It was, it was a good week. It was my uh, son's birthday. So we had a lot of family over on the weekend uh, celebrating his birthday. I spent a lot of time opening and putting together uh, children's toys only to have my son be not interested in them by the time that they were put together. Uh, and move on to another one that I had to put together. So yeah. a lot of time, a lot of time doing that and seeing him be uh, mesmerized by all these new toys that we now have in our house. You're right. And it was also your birthday as well, wasn't it? What? It was. Yeah, so happy I, birthday. Yes, you you are now officially wiser on this episode than you were in the last episode. That's true. That's yeah. true. A whole year wiser. Uh, I'm not one a big birthday celebrating kind of guy. I don't like... Uh, I guess the additional f- conversations that I have to have, not with the friends and things, uh, but like at work. So I-, I don't think anybody at my work knew that it was my birthday and that was quite okay with me. Uh, <laughs> in fact, I kind of went around the whole day, like in my mind, I'm like, it's a special day. Uh, you know, I know it's my birthday and nobody knows. And they're talking to me about normal work things. And I'm in my mind, like, whatever, this is my birthday. I don't care. So it was kind of fun to have that situation and, and I enjoyed it a lot more than I probably should have. <laughs> it was like your dirty little secret you're just carrying around with you. Exactly. Yeah. All right, that's good. That's good. That's we also, you, also also Casey has a new mic. Uh so we will see if it makes a difference. Yeah, we'll see. It was an adventure getting it. Um but as a, not the most professional as far as obtaining microphones, so hopefully it does sound good and does sound better. Yeah. Uh, for all the fellow fans out there. All right. All right, so we got a new microphone. We're a year older. Ready to get into the episode? Yeah. We will start uh, looking back all the way to last Monday, uh, since we do this once a week. Yeah. <laughs> we, we get all your breaking news right here on about the national championship uh, game. It's Villanova and Michigan. Yeah, if you can remember that long ago, uh, Villanova trounced, trounced Michigan. Just murdered them. Well, yeah, we, actually, they, Michigan gave them a good shot, but they just decided they were going to play basketball now. Villanova did in the second half. Yeah, it was an interesting first five minutes. Yeah. Uh, we did, yep. Marlo, we did talk about doing an emer- emergency podcast right after the game. Sure did. But it ended late. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite was like, I'm just taking notes in the game and I just get a text from Casey. I don't think I'm up for casting tonight. <laughs> no. It was like the beginning of the second half. <laughs> yeah, at halftime, I, I kind of realized I am not going to make it to be uh, awake enough to, to have any valid points. Uh, yeah. And, and at that point, the game was kind of, kind of felt like it was over, so I, I just, I wasn't into it. Uh, right. So yeah. I wasn't up for the, the podcast after. Yeah, so sorry we weren't able to bring that to you um, with the after-game reaction. We do have some some stuff that probably didn't get reported on all that much that were truly, I don't know, I guess because of the game, were pretty interesting uh, or pretty newsworthy in, in my world. Yeah, let's just, we'll call them like 132 uh, takeaways from the game. Yeah, 132 takeaways. Okay, yeah, let's do that. I will start with um, the beginning, the, the intro to the actual game. Um, before the tip-off, they had... Mr. Black Panther himself doing a little monologue. Oh. Um, and then they had Big Sean representing Michigan. 
which I didn't, I knew he was from Detroit area, but I didn't realize his mom, uncle, sister, cousins, and everybody went to Ann Arbor and that he was repping them hard. I thought maybe they could have got an Eminem or something of that nature, but Big Sean, not that bad. Um, but what really took the show away was they got Black Thought from The Roots to represent Philly and Villanova, and he spit out a whole verse that had just about every Villanova player, coach, uh, reference on it. So big shout out to the Roots, Black Thoughts, and uh, and bringing in us. Was it? It was on TNT. Was it TNT? Who did it? TBS had the national title TBS. game. Yeah. Well, the whole Turner and CBS production for getting that plus, I give it that an A plus, and that got me excited because I thought that was going to be the break prelude to a break, break, great game. But we all know what happened in between. I missed the whole uh, pregame, so I didn't see any, I didn't see any of that. Um, yeah, but it w- I think we talked about it. it was a good game. Grant Hill told us we have a great one here, which I think he yes. says every commercial every commercial break I saw of the tournament, uh, the first yeah. commercial break, he sends it off with we have a great one here. <laughs> he does. It could be twenty points. It could be a twenty point lead, and he's like, they just need to get a rebound and make a stop here, and they'll get right back in the game. He right. he always tries to keep it interesting. But speaking of Grant Hill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, did you know, so Grant Hill is inducted, well, he will be inducted into the Hall of Fame. He got the phone call, um, but he is the only Duke player to go into the Hall of Fame. Fun yeah, fact. A couple Duke haters here, well, at least for myself. I yeah. thought that was an interesting case, and I, I tried to think about, I mean, one, that seems amazing that that's true. Yeah. Uh, secondly, I was trying to think, is there anyone even, like, on the way up, you know, in the in the league right now, or no. you'd have to look to like who's on the team now, like a Marvin Bagley or something. Yeah, it's kind of one of those things when you when it's said out loud, you're like, oh, really? And then you just think about Duke players in the NBA, you're like, oh yeah, they really never kind of pan out. It's like they either just aren't as good, or they do stupid things like ride a motorcycle and a pop wheelie in their NBA careers. Hmm. Not salty about something that at like, all. Something like that. <laughs> Hypothetically. Hypothetically speaking. Also saw quite a redemption story here in the uh, national championship game this year, uh, which this I'll bring into my tweet of the week. Uh, it was tweeted out by one of the Barstool guys, uh, the Villanova Piccolo girl. I don't know mm-hmm. if you uh, remember this. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, four years ago when they lost in the uh, East Regional to NC State, they had the, you know, the camera zoomed in on her, playing her sadly playing her Piccolo as tears, <laughs> you know, trickled down her face it was a a a very sad moment um but when they won this year there was a very triumphant return of her proudly playing her piccolo full smile uh with the final score of villanova 79 michigan 72 underneath so a redemption story for the piccolo girl (laughs) yes that was a good one i mean bad radio but that it's a good picture um bad radio radio, but it is a good it is it is a good picture of the piccolo girl people and her redemption um yeah speaking of tweets our friend at espn darren Ravel, the business reporter he seemed pretty salty that the final fours take place in football stadiums well speaking of being a face in football stadiums i remember getting a quote from you during the final or a text from you from the final four yeah. uh <laughs> asking um they had a football stadium in san antonio like, yeah. why <laughs> so you were unaware of the fact that there was a football stadium in san antonio yeah, at, at least uh, one that would fit, you know, sixty, seventy thousand people or, or what have you. That yeah, that would be yeah, there. yeah. And for what reason? I was like, well, I think they have a bowl game, and that's really the only other reason I could come up with. 
But yeah, which, I thought maybe yeah. they had a soccer team, but I guess that's I not the case. I don't think so. Not that so, I yeah, because you know sight lines, all that stuff. Everyone talks about how you can't shoot in the uh, in those domes or the stadiums, um, which obviously Villanova proved wrong. But Darren Rebell tweeted that the attendance of the championship game was 67,831 mm. and a number that should never come after the words attendance for a basketball game. So Darren Rebell, not a fan of basketball games being in football stadiums. Have you ever been to one of these games in a football stadium? I have not. No, no it's, the, it The sucks. thing I hear is that, that it, always the atmosphere is, is what's missing. Yeah, well, no, it just sucked. Like, it's it's a small court in this huge stadium, yeah. and if you're low, like the only I I only guess like the only good seats are maybe would would be like a fifty yard line seat. I guess mm-hmm. kind of close, but I wouldn't know because I couldn't afford it. But everything else, if you're lower, the sight line sucks because okay. the stadium's not made for that. Yeah. And then if you're high, it's like you're just there watching the the jumbotron. So I might as well be at home. I don't. It sucks, but they're gonna keep doing it because they sell money. They sell tickets. Like next year, it's in Minneapolis in the that big ass new new stadium. Oh, in their new stadium. Yeah, which we should put that in the budget to go to that. By the way, uh, we'll we'll try and put it in the in the show notes. <laughs> put in the budget. Put uh, in the budget. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like you're a little salty with uh, Darren Ravel here as far as it being <laughs> in these stadiums. I love to hate to follow Dave, uh, Darren Ravel on Twitter every time. It's me every time. Um, speaking of Twitter, yeah, another uh, Twitter, another Twitter yeah, story in our championship. Yeah, recap. another Twitter story. Uh, who balled out in the game and was the MOP, um, as we all know, and I'm sure everyone yeah. know how he got absolutely screwed uh, after the game because people started going through his 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 old Twitters, yeah. uh, old tweets from like 2011 when he was 14 at that time. Yep, I think. And he was tweeting out some things that, you know, on paper, probably aren't good. Um, you know, we got, I mean, he's, he's, he's tweeting out rap lyrics with the N-bomb in it. Probably not the best look. Uh, but Kenny is at 14. He also, um, he also uh, I guess he had a conversation with his dad of him not playing soccer. Um, yeah. And his dad was, called him the hurtful. P word. I was hurtful. Yeah. Yeah, and he's also uh, he's also ahead of his time because like, apparently liked girls to lick his butthole. So, Oof. yeah, so yeah, that was um well. So, a couple things. I think it's funny that someone would go back and this. I think it's funny it became a story. One that okay. a fourteen year old was on Twitter and saying stupid stuff because that never happens. Mm-hmm. Two, um, the excuse that he got hacked right away. I'm. T- <laughs> It was so funny. It's like, oh, yeah, someone hacked my Twitter from 2011, and now everyone's fondling it. That was interesting. Um, Yeah, I think the whole whole situation was dumb and handled stupid, but I think it's, uh, you know, I think it's really not that big of a deal. I just thought thought it was pretty funny um, that it became a big deal. Yeah. Did you have a comment on it? It turned into the, like, the the story... It wasn't about him and his 31 points and a one really yeah. awesome block where he blocked the same shot twice in a row. Uh, it wasn't anything about his play. It was about these tweets that, quote-unquote, surfaced, which I think it's amazing that as a society, we, or you know, as journalists or something, whoever did it, I'm not sure exactly, mm-hmm. but went back and looked at somebody's tweets from forever ago. I don't even, as we've discussed on this podcast, I'm no expert at Twitter, 
I don't even know how to go back that far <laughs> and look at that sort of stuff. <laughs> so I think that's kind of ridiculous. Uh, the content of what he said, obviously don't agree with. Obviously think that's you know something that should be published on Twitter. But as you said, he was 14 years old, probably doesn't understand how to use Twitter, doesn't understand the platform that it is. Uh, but I think it's a lesson for everyone, especially 14-year-olds, delete your tweets. Yeah, don't tweet. Don't, don't, don't tweet in general. <laughs> don't tweet. You kids out there, you kids out there, watch out what you're tweeting. It's going to come back to haunt you. But if you, go, if you go on to do, presumably you want to go on and do something successful, right? Everybody yep. does. Yep. Whether it's, you know, being MOP of the Final Four or, you know, starting your own business, whatever, being a productive member of society. If you've tweeted dumb things when you're a kid, it's out there. Internet's forever. Go delete that stuff. <laughs> the internet, yeah. Internet's forever. Green right, jobs so are forever. That's, that's, so, yeah. That's, 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 that's soapbox that I got it. Uh, yeah. I wanted to get on about. I guess I have two other comments about the game. Okay. Two other comments about the game. One was they showed a, this is, I guess, a production comment. Uh, they showed a, a stat came up with, because DiVincenzo came off the bench, and I don't remember how many points he had at the time, but it said uh, most points off the bench since 1990. And then they showed two guys, Booth in 16 and Mercer in 96, who had more points than he did at that point. <laughs> So it didn't make any sense. Like they countered their own statistic. Oh, yeah, give us that guy. And then I don't know if you noticed this, but did you see how Jay Wright like yells onto the court? Did you no. notice this? No, he I didn't. Hold, he holds his hands at the side of his face. Like I think we he needs to go to a coaching clinic on how to yell like to project your voice better. Because he holds them at the side of his face. He's not he's letting the the sound waves get out you gotta like like side like it's going perpendicular to his face to the side of his face (laughs) where his ears are like his hands are out there like what are you doing yeah why are you i don't i don't get it that was driving me nuts the whole game there you go how he kept yelling and having his hands in the wrong spot seems like that they teach that in coaching 101 i don't understand Uh, i mean working for him working for him yeah that's all and that was my my last hot take on (laughs) all right well, that was that was a championship game from a week ago now. Yeah. So glad we could catch our listeners up. Um, <laughs> that uh, something more recent is the the Masters that just ended. I mean, t- I guess my take was that Tiger wasn't a big deal, so I don't even know does it did it even happen. <laughs> well, the, Tiger was uh, all the talk going into the tournament. Is he yes. back? Is he not back? Yeah. Can he compete? Had an okay round one. Made the cut. It was all very exciting, and then. He wasn't around. I mean, he was there, but he wasn't competing. <laughs> he was there, yeah. So you were out after that. Yeah, I was. I mean, I, I was. I was. I mean, he had a first, what, a plus four or something in the first round. In his first round, he was. I think it was plus four uh, after the second round. Yeah. So well, that was the thing because I was, you know, most most of the time, I you know, I can't really pay attention Thursday and Friday. Yeah. So it's like I'm just I'm just getting alerts on my phone. Um, that is, that's like, oh, Tiger, you know, is plus four through the round and he's bogeyed this and, oh, he's birdied that. And then Friday comes around. It's like, oh, can Tiger make the cut? And then that Friday night, it's like exclamation for Tiger makes the cut. It's like, well, that's what we're doing now. We're just yeah. excited to Tiger make the cut. That's the bar. Yeah, that's the bar. Like we went from Tiger's back going to win the match. like Tiger made the cut. 
But then, like, Saturday morning, I get the, the alert was, like, can Tiger make it interesting, knowing he can't. He did not. Because at that point, he was, at, like, seven back or, or was he double digits back? Yeah. It doesn't matter. There's no way you're going all of a sudden a plus four to, you know, was going to have, like, a, I don't know what kind of round you can have. You can't have an 18 round, right? So, no. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah. So, I didn't really, yeah, I didn't really, I didn't really take it in, so. Yeah, it's really Go amazing ahead, how Tiger still drives the needle on golf this much um yeah it's crazy it it's not only you know the people who turn in but the people who cover it just like that's all they talked about leading into the tournament and leading into uh into the weekend um yeah outside of tiger uh i thought it was a, a pretty interesting uh tournament patrick reed ended up winning today finishing at 15 under um when he won it, the announcer said, read all about it. That's his line. <laughs> did not. Was that Nance that did that? Yeah. <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't sit right with me. Uh, but outside of Tiger, there was a really good group of uh, young golfers competing. And I guess that's who I kind of stick around for these days. Uh, Ricky Fowler, uh, Jordan Spieth, and Rory uh, McIlroy were all kind of in it uh, on Sunday. So that kept me around on Sunday. Uh, Jordan had a, a pretty poor Saturday, so despite his great round today on Sunday, he couldn't catch up. And Ricky had a really great round today, but he was too far back. Uh, Reed was too far out in front, and he ended up winning by a stroke. So it was pretty interesting with those with those guys uh, for me. Um, and that kind of young group of of golfers. And that's my the expert breakdown of the Masters. Yeah, yeah that's my breakdown. Uh, I appreciate it. How I watched the Masters. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I only saw, I probably saw a total of three holes hmm. uh, towards the end because I wanted to see who won. I didn't hear Nancy read it all because I didn't have sound. I wish I did because I would have probably been as <laughs> upset as you were. <laughs> read all. Um, but yeah, some of, the things I, some of the things I did see around it, uh, starting with, with Sergio's, was it, in the, it must have been the first round. Was, Sergio uh, yeah, hitting the drink a few times. Five times in a row into the water. Five five times. And have you have you watched like all five times? Yeah, I saw uh I guess the replay of him hitting. Yeah. It. it was the same shot every time. He hit it onto the green and it yep. rolled back into the water every time. Yeah, and I couldn't stop like I just couldn't stop watching because it's like is it one of those things in your head's like, oh no, I can do this. I'm just gonna keep doing the same thing. Because this time it's going to be better, and it would just happen. And five times in the water. I know it's professional, but Casey, can you do that? I mean, could I? Yeah, I could. Yeah. But but would I? No, because first of all, I don't think I play the rules right, and I would just go on the other side of the water and take a drop. I'm pretty oh. sure that's not sure yeah. that's not the rule. Yeah. Or I. So in actual golf, would it happen? No, because I would cheat to prevent it from happening. <laughs> that's there you go. But could I do it? Yeah. If you're not cheating, you're not trying. Yeah, I would definitely do like the whole. Um, you definitely win the water, but let me let me just look around here and kind of like drop a ball like that's kind of like halfway <laughs> submerged and just oh, I found it and just hit it out from there. Yeah. Yeah, that's that would probably be my move. So before beforehand on the par three, uh, there are two things on the par three. Uh, first, I want to go with uh the injury that occurred after uh, Tony Fano uh after hitting a hole in one and celebrating he went I, I think you saw this he went running down the course mm -hmm. like turned around was running backwards and like fell 
and broke or dislocated his ankle. And his ankle was like hanging there. It was it was something else. Did you did you see this? I saw the replay because uh, I heard I heard you got a hole in one. Um, but I didn't find out later to like that he dislocated his ankle. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, it's yeah, I would be, if I was him, I'd be just as excited getting a hole-in-one. Uh, I have never even sniffed a hole-in-one <laughs> on, on any course, and that's, like, including miniature golf. So if I got a hole-in-one, even on the part three in Masters, I'd probably break something in celebration. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, yeah I, definitely, I definitely saw it. The most ama- you know, the amazing thing that he was able to, he actually went out on his dislocated ankle and played yeah. in the masters throughout the weekend seems kind of incredible because uh, i i think especially since you have to walk the course like you can't just take a you can't just take a cart like i would have to take yeah um so that just it, yeah i beg the question are golfers are golfers tough golf golf players tough I, at least this guy is. I don't. Yeah. I don't know that <laughs> in general yeah. that too many would be doing this. I mean, yeah, like Derek Rose see- wouldn't. He'd be like, "I'm out for the season. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll get back when I need to, when when I want to." Yeah, it, it was amazing to see him, see him out there. He fi- finished tied for tenth at seven under, so that was pretty impressive as yeah. well. He finished seven under. Seven under, yeah. Jeez. Well, see that? Like, but damn, but Tiger finished. He made the cut, so yeah, <laughs> with the dislocated ankle, and you still didn't hear about it. Yeah, they were all the coverage was about Tiger. Coverage, Tiger made the cut. This guy for the seven other with a broken ankle. Okay, it's moving the needle. All right, do you have anything right. else on the Masters? Yeah, I have one more on the on the yeah. the, the par three. Uh, they do this thing on the, on the par three course where you have your uh, I guess a family member or a guest shoot for you on a on one of the holes, and. Uh, you know, since we love reading about tweets so much, I got a tweet here from Jack Nicholas. Did, did you see this at all? No, no, I didn't see it. All right. So his grandson was his caddy, and he went in, he took a, uh, took a shot on one of the par threes, and he holed it. So he got a hole in one. And Jack Nicholas tweets out, with all due respect to the Masters, allow me to, pu- allow me to put my six green jackets in the closet for a minute. Whoa. And say that I don't know if I've ever had a more special day on a golf course to have your grandson make his first hole in one on this stage. Wow, I mean, what a statement! Allow me to put my six green jackets in the closet. A L- little humble brag. <laughs> <laughs> no big deal. I got these six green jackets here. Forget about these six amazing accomplishments. This was the best <laughs> one to watch. This oh, that's high it. praise. Congratulations! Yeah. Congratulations on that moment for those two. That's really great. Yeah. Oh that's man, really so great. funny. So I'm going to try and use that sometime in my everyday life. Even though okay. I have six, six green jackets. If I'm trying to, look, I'm a big deal. I'm a big deal. Plus, allow, me, allow, me to, allow me to put away my employee of the month's trophies. Where? Yeah. Yeah. But that was, oh, that was great. All right. That's, uh, that's the last of my Masters coverage. All we got for the Masters? That's all we got. Okay. All right. Well, that's, that's golf. Uh, talking golf. Going into the NFL because the count the NFL calendar never stops, never stops, just keeps on going. We got the Patriots making moves, Patriots doing Patriots things, sending uh, Brandon Cooks. Yep, Brandon Cooks. Uh, sending Brandon Cook uh, packing, um, which okay, I it's just kind of, it's just it's like one of those things, like if your team did this, 
there'd yeah. be so much you so much outrage but since it's like the patriots it's like oh well he must have had something wrong with him and he's not that good and it's just totally fine it just it's so it's so crazy just patriots they, they can just make these moves and they'll still probably be good tom brady is a big part of that but yeah. it's like he hasn't he's done a whole career without i mean he had randy moss but he's had you know he's had an amazing career without like that that one receiver that most uh, great qu- quarterbacks have, you know, mm-hmm. yep. in their career. And then every time he gets like a, a decent one or a good one, which seems to be good, they're like, okay, well, we don't really need you. We'll just, we'll just make one out of a quarterback or something. Yeah. No, it's, it's amazing how often in this run they've kind of transitioned from, I guess transition isn't the right word, that they've made personnel decisions for the future especially now having an you know in the past 3 years having an aging quarterback that they continually you know trust in the process and trust in Bill Belichick to make the right move identify guys right before they're about to lose a step and and get rid of them and get assets in return you know it's it's amazing that it's worked out for them and maybe it's because Bill Belichick's so you know ahead of everybody and maybe Tom Brady's better than everybody but you, I mean, if you compare that to like what the Cavs have done in the NBA where they just like seem to try and patchwork and get like this expiring contractor, this guy for LeBron. Yeah. Uh, you know, when he was young, they brought in, like, Antoine Jameson and, like, a bunch of, like, veterans to try and win now. Uh, the Patriots have always done the opposite and kind of built for the future, and it's... I don't know if it's necessarily the right thing for everybody, but they've kind yeah. of maintained the success because they've done that, Where, whereas I think the Cavs have kind of got, had their peaks and valleys because they've kind of tried to win now. So it's interesting to see the difference. Yeah, it's not fair, because they can plan for the future and win now. Where it's, yeah. you know, like you look at the Bears, like, oh, we're playing for the future. We're not winning now. It's not good, right. <laughs> you know? And that's, that's what teams have to do. Like, they have to break everything down, even try. But Patriots, like, they get to plan for the future and be good. Yeah, it's, at the same time. It's annoying. So annoying. So that just bugs me because it's just, they're just so good. I just want to be good. I just want to be good at football. Yeah, you think, at some, you think at some time Tom Brady would be like, look, these draft picks are great. I get it, but... I'd like to have someone on receivers. I'd like to have, you know, that linebacker that you traded to Cleveland, you know, to be the linebacker so our defense doesn't get destroyed in the yeah. Right. So I don't have to throw like, for 500 yards and lose. Yeah. <laughs> like, at some point, yeah. you'd think he'd kind of be like, come on, guys. But right. I guess maybe, you know, it's trust in the process or something. It's worked out pretty well for him, but I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it's worked out. It's worked out for Tom Brady. Um, and another quarterback that it is working out again for RG3 is back in the league. Yeah. He's signed with the Ravens, so hot seat Joe Flacco. <laughs> <laughs> but RG3 is back. He's going to be different because now, you know, he has Greta, his, uh, his wife, oh. or his new wife. And I, I don't know, did they have their baby? I think they had their baby. Either way, either have, he has a new baby <laughs> or one sure. on the way. I'm not sure. I'm not, I, I see stuff on Instagram every once in a while. Um, so yeah, congratulations to RG three. Yeah. I hope this works out um, this time on uh, a football sense, but on uh, personal sense, I thought he was going kind of crazy. Uh, like I said, following him on Instagram a little bit, like the whole Greta marriage happened really fast. He got her tat- name tattooed on him. I-, I thought it was over by then. Um, so hopefully, here's a pro tip, RG. Yeah. Uh, if you're gonna run around, get down or get out of bounds. Yeah, I was gonna say, has his new wife taught him how to how to slide? Because <laughs> that that might help uh, yeah. on, in a football sense. 
<laughs> yeah, but he's definitely. I mean, he's earned. It. He's going back. He's he's back because he's him and Greta have been practicing throwing footballs at a tree, and that's how he's gotten. Um, that's how he's gotten back into football shape. Oh, so that's how she's got him on a great training regimen then. Exactly. So be on the lookout and hot seat, Joe Flacco. Speaking of uh, uh, comebacks. Uh, did you see that Johnny Manziel threw a touchdown pass in actual football? That's right. That league started. Yeah, I heard about this. I, know, I say actual actual football. I don't know if that's uh, the right term. It's a <laughs> yeah. summer league. Yeah. And the headline that I saw this time, I didn't know what's happening. I don't follow whatever summer league this is very closely. <laughs> but the headline was from CBS Sports, and the headline is Johnny Manziel crashes the internet, throws the wild throws wild touchdown pass, and return to football. <laughs> This is the whole crashes the internet take has been taken way too far. Oh, I hate crashes breaks the internet. So one dumb. of my one of my all time like really because I it still works for me. Like I'm still I'm reading this right now on the internet that apparently broke. <laughs> God it drives me crazy. Did it really break? Has the internet really ever been broken by anything you say? So no, no. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, so he's well, back. I'm excited for that that return. It's gonna happen. I'm here cheering for it. RG3, welcome back. Johnny Manziel, make your way back. All right. Not the whatever other league we talked about last week. <laughs> <laughs> the American Alliance. It's not a league. No, the Lions. That's right. Yeah. Other quarterback news. Uh, Sam Darnold, uh, the big headline was that he changed his flight so that he could stay in Cleveland and throw for his uh, teammate uh, running back from USC at the USC Pro Day. Ooh. Last week we saw he's willing to throw in the rain. Now he's willing to, God darn it, change his flight. Change his flight. Wow. Yeah. Go that extra Commit- mile. Commitment. Sacrifice. And we all Teammate. know what a headache it is to change a flight. Teammate. It is not, it's not a fun. It's not a fun. Unless, of course, you're in Vegas and you want to stay an extra day. I'm just saying, if you're the Browns and you see this, you see this leadership, you see this mm-hmm. teamwork, you see this resilience thrown in the rain, how do you not pick Sam Darnold number one overall? He's always there for his guys. Yeah, always there for his guys. Willing to do anything, change a change a private flight. <laughs> that takes some real moxie. <laughs> I just, it was like it was he was moving heaven and earth. I mean. <laughs> well, so good for good for him. Uh, hope, sounds like he's going to go number one. I think that's the, the the word. So, all right, all right. That's uh, NFL talk for you. you. Got anything else on the NFL? Oh, I got yeah one more. Yep, one more thing. Did you see the Titans' new uniform? No. Oh, they, re- they released a new uniform. Uh, Ooh, are they all color rushed? I don't know. <laughs> I, you're the fashion guy. I thought you would know. You'd be on top of, on top of the, the fashion uh, side of this. Uh, honestly, I clicked on the story. said they changed their uniform, and I looked at it, and I thought, I don't remember what their old uniform is. <laughs> <laughs> so I asked somebody, and they said that the blue is darker, Ooh. and I think the letters are more black letters than they were before. Mm. So they're gonna look. Oh, so they're gonna be. They're gonna look slower. They're more blocky. Yeah, I feel I like if you have blockier letters, you look slower. That's. I think that, that I think that's a scientific fact. Yeah, fact. So. Uh, but yeah. all right. Well, I, I thought you would be on the forefront of this. Uh, no. But I'm not. Uh, yeah, it's not. Look, yeah, it's not uniform. It's not uniform update season for me. Yet. Okay. Okay. That's like August. I think that's the, that comes out and it just has a rundown of all the changed uniforms. Then we'll get into. It. We'll probably spend a whole okay. show on that. Okay. Well, okay. I was sorry to. But I'm glad you're. I'm glad you're up on it. that. And I, yeah, I uh, honestly, I, I looked at him and said, I, I don't, I don't know how this is different. 
but maybe it's just not a big change, but it's the article made it seem like it was a big deal and I didn't. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, Titans have a new jersey, so go buy that now. Mario, just other news from around the sports world. Uh, Conor McGregor's a crazy person. Did you see him? This just in. I didn't. I saw. Uh, I didn't see it, but I, I read uh, about it, and I read about the ensuing uh, legal proceedings. Yeah. Yeah. Not only did he get it. Well, not only did he like try to break a bus down, go to jail, come out, and still like made the UFC fight and was everywhere on Saturday. But this is Conor. I mean, he's just, he was really just standing up for his friend. So I mean. One, you should be friends with Conor McGregor because he'll fight a whole bus for you. Um, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Two. Part of the reason I'm friends with you, Mark. <laughs> exactly. Well, I was going to ask. I was going to ask, would you take on a bus of UFC fighters for me? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate the I appreciate the vote of confidence. So I'll just start <laughs> next time you're around, I'll just pick a random fight and yeah. see how, see how it turns out. Next time we're around a bus full of UFC fighters. Yeah, exactly. Um, it'll be a friendship test (laughs) (laughs) the true test true test uh yeah from Conor McGregor being a crazy person Big Ten continues their run they're on a heater they had three teams in the frozen four they had uh Ohio State Michigan and Notre Dame which I recently just found out was in the Big Ten for hockey yeah so three teams in the final four were on a heater but we didn't, <laughs> Victor didn't come out with the national championship. Oof. Oof. That's tough. That's a tough run. But, um, yes, yeah, most like Michigan with uh, their Dame loss in the national championship game. So, better luck next year. But, uh, looks like, I mean, Big Ten's really making a name for themselves. Yeah, they've lost an incredible amount of national championships. Uh, with Michigan losing in, in the NCAA, or the, the basketball final, I think it's something like seven or eight. Big Ten teams in a row have lost the championship game. It's so oh, crazy geez. like that. And, uh, the, the last time they won was Michigan State with uh, the Flint guys. Is it really that long? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. So you go no through wonder Izzo's like, still living off of that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was crazy. You go through it. You know, you had the Greg Golden, Ohio State, uh, mm-hmm. Wisconsin, uh, to Duke, uh, the two Michigan teams. Uh, although, I don't know what happens when, because Louisville's, they lost to Louisville in 2013, and that was taken away so yeah no one apparently no one won the championship that nobody year. won that that's right yeah. uh so i guess we didn't lose that one yeah uh but going back and it's just like crazy like you think back and like these are good teams yeah i think indiana was one of them uh that lost oh, yeah, indiana it's yeah. like seven in a row that they lost it's crazy that's crazy so they continued it in the hockey uh, also th- notre dame so they're in you, you mentioned they're in the big 10 for hockey yeah it's got to be weird being a notre dame fan cause yeah they're in all these conferences. You got Big Ten for hockey. Uh, for basketball, you're in the ACC. For football, I guess you're you're un- you're essentially, I guess they're essentially in the ACC now, aren't they? I was going to say yeah. they're on the line. Yeah, they have like, like a weird contract where they have to play like a few ACC teams, but it's, they're still independent. It's weird. Yeah. So I don't know. I guess maybe it doesn't matter what conference you're really in, but I feel like you know, in the Big Ten, you get you. you kind of root for other Big Ten teams at times or you root against other big teams at times you have yeah. this kind of like yeah, group I see of teams yeah. that you follow and know about for like you can't have that with Notre Dame that's gotta be weird. Yeah, that is yeah, that's be so weird. I couldn't yeah, I could I couldn't imagine like come um you know, if you're a football obviously everyone well you're a football, hockey and basketball fan, right? Yeah. 
you know, and they come, like you said, they come postseason time in basketball or, or bowl season. Uh, like, you know, what are the other games? Like, what do you kind of cheer for? Like, we most of the time, or for me, myself, like, most of the time, we cheer for Big Ten schools unless it's like I have a deep hatred for Ohio State that year. Yeah. And I could care less. But, like, what, what do you do in, in the hockey? It's like, oh, yeah, go Wisconsin. Go other Big Ten teams, I guess? Yeah, yeah. So strange. Anyways, they should just join the Big Ten in general. I think that'd be fun. Yeah. I know you're listening, so let's just make it happen. Yeah. Uh, yeah, whoever, the, whoever the chaplain is there who runs things. This is, this is becoming big, so I think we should get ahead of it and be, and become a, uh, an official eSport-friendly podcast. Oh. Um, so, we're, yeah, we're going to do a, little, we're do a, little, a couple eSport updates. Okay. All right. Let's try it. Yeah, let's try it. Let's see what happens. Maybe we'll move up in the uh, iTunes rankings. Um, the NBA 2K draft happened this past weekend. Yeah. Uh, so the so the NBA is doing the, the NBA is backing this. They're having a 2K. So the game NBA 2K. Um, they have 17 teams that are backed by the uh, NBA teams. So 17 team league with five obviously five people on each team. And they actually ran a draft to draft players for these NBA teams. And it was the whole draft production. They were in New York City. Adam Silva did the announcing like he does the regular NBA draft. Called wow. them NBA players. <laughs> um, <laughs> had them come up, give them the hat, take the picture, the whole shebang. These wow. players, too, actually, um, the first rounders, they get paid 35, 35 grand uh, for six months. The 35 grand contract for six months, and all the rest of the rounds get 32. Plus, they get their travel, lodging, food, and everything else paid for. So, basically, have no bills. Um, so it's not a bad, it's not a bad life, not a bad life. But yeah, they're super excited for it. So they had a draft. Um, the Dallas had number one. I think yeah. Milwaukee has a team, and they had the number ten pick overall. Uh, so they got, they have a team going. So we got NBA 2K season will be underway. Are you excited? Are you going to be cheering for the uh, the Milwaukee team? Milwaukee Gaming is or Bucks Gaming is apparently their name. Yeah. I, so we talked about this a little bit. You sent the link. I clicked on the link, and this is not at all what I expected. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize like so the first guy who was drafted, mm-hmm. our trail Boyd, gamer tag, Dimez, Dimez, not mm-hmm. sure position point guard. What position? Yeah. I assumed it would just be like people who play. Like the game, and you play as the Mavs or something. What does it mean? He's a point guard. That's he's the position like a, he plays. He's a character in the game. Yeah, <laughs> it's like playing basketball. They all it's they all get they well, all get a play. They all have a player, and they like he's the point guard. They're, someone plays center, so like that's their specialty. But like in so, but in the games, like they have like statistics. Like LeBron James is a you know seventy five percent shooter. Mm-hmm. You know Ray Allen's a ninety percent shooter. I don't know whatever. Mm-hmm. So what do they have default? Like, they're all just, like, 80%? Oh, or I knew what you're saying. You know I, what? Good question. Cause I, I don't know. So- you know what? I thought they'd just be playing as NBA players, but you're probably right. They probably, it's probably set up for them to play their attributes. Yeah, we're going to have to do more research yeah. being an eSports supporter. Yeah. <laughs> <Podcast. laughs> Apparently, we're not ready to go live with this. <laughs> this is, that's it. So, the, so, I guess what I thought was going to happen was, you know, Mavs Gaming would pick, you know, this... Dimez guy, and he would either a play as the Mavs, yep, or they would have a group of players, and they would like have five players on a team, 
mm-hmm. they would play like a best of five series. And then each player, like kind of how they do it in other things is you can uh, like say you can't pick X team and then they'll say you can't pick X team and then you select after that. So they could, in this you'd be like, okay, you can't be the Cavs because LeBron James is too good. So then you pick Boston or something, right? And then you say, I can't be Golden State. So I pick, you know, whomever, whatever. And then, like, you would have this matchup and the teams would be playing each other as, like, the peop- the teams that are already set up in the game. But this sounds different. This sounds like they're going to have, like, this is weird. <laughs> so, like... Yeah, we're going to have to stay tuned, I man. Know. Interesting. We're going to have to stay tuned. This is more interesting than what I was imagining, so yeah. I'm kind of interested to... The season the season kicks off uh, kicks off in May, so we will no, we we'll find that. out very soon because we'll have all the coverage. We'll have all the this coverage. Is, this is what we'll talk uh, about during the summer. <laughs> yeah, for MTK, that's exactly what we're gonna do. All right, we're, we're esports podcast now. Yeah, not a good start for our professional uh, esports coverage. Hey man, but we're first, and that's what matters. <laughs> <laughs> it's be, uh, but um. So continuing our, our esports, we can run into the college ranks. Yeah. And the Big Ten, they had the Big Ten League of Legends championship this weekend. Yep. Where I think they had uh, seven teams. Uh, I know Wisconsin was in it. Um, Illinois, Purdue, Illinois, Purdue, Iowa, Maryland, Michigan State, uh, Ohio, and Michigan, Ohio State, and Michigan. Um, yeah. So I tried to watch it, <laughs> and you know it was very well produced, and the commentary was good, but I didn't know what was going on. Are you a League of Legends player? I, uh, I'm not. I, I have played before a long time ago. I wouldn't say that I played enough to really understand the game. Um, I've watched a little bit of League of Legends and Dota. Uh, they're similar games in the sense that you're a character. You have lanes. Uh, they're, they're different in kind of their, uh, their mechanics, but kind of fr- from a general standpoint, they're the same type game. So I've been able to... Well, I've watched some of it, but not enough to know what is going on. It'd be like the difference between like understanding how to do a layup <laughs> and then like trying to explain like what a swing offense is. <laughs> like Yeah. yeah and, 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 and and understand what's going on there. So uh I'm with you as far as watching that. So I guess we got a little again, a yeah. little more work to do on our yeah, a little research, but we got a good start. So officially, officially, officially supporting eSports e- e- on the podcast. Um, so, well, yeah, we'll keep it posted. We'll, uh, we'll start taking notes and, I don't know, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll be experts. Don't worry. All right, and that's it for eSports. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we're going to get into uh, a mailbag segment. We got questions in from our fellow fans. We're going to go ahead and uh, try to answer these the best that we can. Are we ready for this, Casey? Yeah, I'd like to uh, thank the, the fellow fans who sent in uh, questions. Uh, we'll solicit them from time to time, but if you ever have a question that you think uh, would be interesting for us to, to ask, or excuse me, interesting for us to answer, uh, feel free to, to send it in. Uh, email, uh, I guess, fa- uh, Twitch, Facebook, somehow get it to us, and we'll, we'll put it in the, in the queue and uh, be ready for the next time we do one of these. All right. So first up, we have, if you could only watch one player's highlight for the rest of your life, who would it be? And I would take this question as, like, you could only watch that player's highlight. Okay. Only that player's highlight. Yeah. So it's, it's tough because it's like, 
you'd presumably want to pick somebody whose career is already done because their highlights are done. Mm-hmm. You tend towards that as opposed to somebody who's just starting out. Like, so maybe you would want to pick Mitch Trubisky for this one. <laughs> like roll the dice. <laughs> just yeah. roll the dice. Maybe it will turn out great. <laughs> and if it sucks, I just live in a world of misery for the rest of my life. <laughs> that, would, that would be a ballsy move. Um, <laughs> well, I'm going to go with my, uh, on that vein, I guess, go with the homer pick, and I pick Aaron Rodgers. Ooh. Some of the highlights is, you know, escapability, the pinpoint throws he can make, and kind of the... I guess memories I will probably have right. of, of those games are probably going to surpass uh, other people, other yeah. players. So that's a, it's a, it's an interesting point because my first thought right away was like Michael Jordan, not even close. Yeah. Um, just because it, I think if you look at like it'll bring you back like that nostalgia. It'll bring you back to those like how you felt and and like feeling better. Yeah. Um, but if it was like going straight highlight, like if I was going straight highlight. Like I would, try, I guess I would try to pick someone just like a freak of nature, where you just like you just watch highlights. Like I was when um I don't some like a little while ago, like someone put together. I saw a clip. Someone put together Randy Moss's like touchdown catches of over fifty yards, and there it was yeah. like eight minutes long, which is ridiculous. <laughs> and I was like, holy crap, you know? And I was just like, it was like awesome. So because because he's such a freak, he was such a freak, yeah, athlete. Um, yeah. So I guess maybe I maybe I'd stick with. I probably stick with basketball, yep. and maybe I don't know. I, I I'm thinking like a Vince Carter, where you uh, would just it would just be like monster dunk after monster dunks. Yeah, that was who I wrote down, uh, kind of from a a pure highlight standpoint. Yeah, Vince Carter was my my pick there and as well. Yeah, would you do baseball at all? I don't. I can't imagine. I mean, yeah, I feel like it'd be the same. Well, it'd be home runs. Right? <laughs> yeah, there goes the ball. And then I guess you could do like defensive ones, but yeah, I don't know who do you even pick for that. I can't even think. Right, I guess yeah. No, nothing really stands out to me enough. Uh huh. Like maybe if I was a Cardinals fan and I'd want to, you know, I'd want to watch Ozzie Smith plays or something crazy like that. Yeah. Or you know, I was older and I'm like, could watch Willie Mays catches or something. That would yeah. mean something to me. But I think Barry Sanders might be a good one. Oh, that'd be a good one. That's yeah. a good one. Uh, but yeah. But I'll just stick with Michael Jordan. I mean, for soccer, it's clearly Ronaldo or Messi. Those would be fantastic. Well, you got to pick one. You got to pick one. You got to pick one. Who are you picking? I'd pick Messi. Okay. <laughs> although, uh, although Ronaldo had quite oh quite the highlight this week. Yeah, even that was that. I saw that, and I was like, that's disgusting. Oh, it was amazing. That even was the, the opposing fans were clapping for him. It was that <laughs> bicycle kick. Unbelievable. Unreal. That was but almost like the uh, his like commercial where he sees like the video game do it and then he does it. Yeah, I, that's, that's what I kept thinking of. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Um, let's pull the next one out. You want to? Um, you want to read the next one? Yeah. Go I'll ahead. Get, I'll get the next one. All right. Go ahead. Uh, next one. Uh, if you were a major league baseball player, what would your walk up music be? Oof. So. Right, so without even putting it, like, because it's, I'm just, what's, what's hot in the streets, I would just do Walk It, Talk It, Migos. Do you know that one? No. You're not a Migos fan? No. Not on the current playlist. <laughs> I thought that might, might be the case. Um, 
if I was going to go, like, if I only had one, I had to go longevity. Like, if it was right now, I'd do Migos, Walking Target, because that's hot. Um, if I had to go, like, longevity, I'd probably do something. I'd probably go, like, Purple Rain. Nice. And do a real slow walk to the mound. I mean, the mound, to the plate every time. All right. This question I probably thought about, not not sincere in this question, but just kind of in general, this is, I, I think, a common question that, you, you know, when you're on with your buddies, you talk about. And yeah. I've never come up with a good answer for. And I still I still won't have one here. <laughs> so, what, I, I guess I thought of this two ways. One, like what I want, would want it to be, like what would be cool for me to do. Mm-hmm. And then another one of like actually what like best describes, you know, me, right? Because I thought that was an interesting way to, way to look at it. So the first one, what I want it to be, I think it'd be really cool to do uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin's entrance. You know, with the glass shatter. <laughs> and I come running out of the dugout and I'm ready to bat. That'd be pretty cool. I'm yeah, with that one because yep. I couldn't think of a I couldn't think of a real song. <laughs> you just want the theatrics. Yeah, I just forget the, the song. I just want to going to crush beer and walk yeah. up to the mouth. Oh man, that'd be great. So on that vein, the actual one I think would be uh, Eric Church "Beer in My Hand." I don't know if you know this, Marlo. It's a country song. No, uh, I don't. But essentially, the refrain is all you have to do is put a beer in my hand, and that I think. Oh, that's good. There, there you go. That's me. And then you slam a beer, and then you're like, okay, yeah, I'm ready. So both of mine, I'm slamming beers. Yes. So the constant is slam beers. If you can slam beers, you're walking up with it. Great. Yeah. All right. Again, this is a great image I've just painted of myself. So. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you for whoever sent in that question. Okay. Uh, all right. Next one. Yeah, this is a doozy. Long, long. This is a doozy. And I think we've... Okay, I'll read it first. Uh, explain why we have any reason to believe that Greg Gard, as Wisconsin's coach, they go on to say, I know that he was a key recruiter when Bill Ryan was head coach, but when are the head coach, or, but when you are the head coach, yeah. it's completely different ballgame involving alumni relations, media, and marketing, making literally every program decision. Mostly, he looks scared this year. <laughs> so we got a Greg Gard lover. Well... I think the way that I guess I think we've had a lot of text messages about this with our mm-hmm. with our group of friends, uh, which I think maybe this is where this came from. Um, any reason to believe? I mean, step one: be a homer and be an apologist like me, and it's very easy. It's very easy. Just believe it, and it will uh, be easier for you. Uh, well, for on a serious note, that was my. Uh, we're the only team to beat Villanova in a tournament in three years. That's something. I just right. National champions. Um, <laughs> more or less. More or less. Yeah. Um, but I, I guess I can't speak to all you know alumni relations, media marketing, all that sort of all that sort of stuff. But you know, I think we saw in the two years that he was coach, uh, a team that was a lesser talent than when Bo Ryan left, and he improved the team both years. Uh, from what the recruiting says, we're getting as good or better recruits than we had in the past based on the stars and all of that. Um, his in-game decision-making, uh, I, I chalk a lot of that up to having a young team and um, not really a, a go-to scorer who could shoot the ball. Uh, so a lot of things, again, I'm just being an apologist, I guess, but those would be mm-hmm. reasons to, to look forward. The la- I, I guess the main thing is the last two years, our teams have gotten better as they've gone, and the players that have come into the program have been contributors, which if you go back to the Bull Ryan years, um, the freshmen, the sophomores, those weren't contributors. It was the the juniors and the seniors. Uh, alternatively, 
to maybe not looking at this is saying we have any reason to believe that in him as a coach. Maybe Bo Ryan was just that good that he could take the talent level that Wisconsin gets and make them as good as they were. So maybe we shouldn't believe because he's not Bo Ryan. I don't know. That was a long answer. I guess I guess that's the only thing I have is that you got to be a homer. So I yeah, because I pretty much disagree with half the things you just said. Right. <laughs> that I so here here's here's where I'll here's where I'll come from. Um, without answering this question because I don't have I don't have much in the you reasons to believe, okay. but I I don't I I feel like he's gotten I feel like Grigard great assistant awesome assistant probably Hall of Fame assistant, but I I feel like he's not a good head coach for kind of the reasons you were saying the in game decision I feel like the X's and O's are, are either not there or it's not he's not able to communicate it the way he needs to. Uh, for the players, one of the two, but it's not. It's just it, it's not. It's not working. I know, like this past year, it's tough injuries. But I'd seen things in the years before, um, the late breakdowns, the not little little things here, not running the offense the right way, little things here and there that just it made me just question what he, what direction he was going in. So, in that that vein, I'm not. Obviously, I'm not all on board but he is he is my coach i'll stand by him um so like like you said though i the recruiting class is supposed to be good those are always a wait and see so we will wait and see i hope i hope they are i hope they are very well um and i hope he can get back on on track because if he really like i feel like this coming season for me anyways is like my uh you know my make or break i know in i mean me and casey have had some epic texts back and forth where it looks like where it seems like i have just completely gone off the deep end on, yeah. and out on this guy but those are all out of frustrations um but i feel like this season will be for me a defining uh season to see how things go um as far as how i really feel about him continuing on as our coach like i have any say in it but that's my feeling yeah no i think this year is going to be a big year and i one of the things I often think about is what do we expect? I guess it kind of goes back again, and this is more of an apologist stance, but what do we expect from Wisconsin basketball? Because if we talk about Wisconsin basketball as a Final Four team, you know, a top talent-level team, that's traditionally not been what we are. So if we're expecting great guard to be that, I don't. I guess the answer then is go get a guy who can do that. But those mm-hmm. are few and far between, and I don't know if those guys are are coming to Wisconsin. You know, Tony Bennett, what, Grant, uh, he, he didn't quite make the Final Four this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, <laughs> but, not quite. Uh, not quite. Uh, but I don't know if, if guys like that are leaving wherever they're at to come to Wisconsin. So then you're trying to get, you know, the best of, like, the Missouri Valley Conference. You know, maybe you get, like, Loyola's coach or something to come up. I don't know. Things like that. And that, yeah. those are just kind of stabs in the dark more yeah. so than... But I think that's... Right that's kind of what we've been. We've been able to do more with less, like you know, in 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 speaking. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I. So my expectation was is that we should win the games we're supposed to. Like we shouldn't be losing the Rutgers. I we should yeah. not be losing the Rutgers. Um, and we win. You know, more than half the games that maybe we're not supposed to, right? Um, or and le- and, and be competitive and be competitive, right? Yeah. And that was not, I mean, again, injuries aside, but that was not the case like this season. Right. And then the beginning of last season, right? Um, so that's really, that's really it for me. No, and that makes sense. I guess my point 
is just that when we talk about whether or not great guard is, is meeting our expectations, my, my hesitation is just what, you know, Badger fans, what are your expectations? Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I would maybe try to, to walk them back a little bit. But that's just, I don't know, maybe that's wrong. Maybe that's the wrong way to look at it. And we sh- I should be going, hey, you know, go out and get whomever. Or, you know, we need this program to take the next step. But, I mean, that's what Illinois was saying. Mm-hmm. When yep. when they fired Bruce Weber and now he's you know was in the Sweet Sixteen or whatever this year at Kansas State. Granted, it's because mm-hmm. uh, Virginia lost to a 16 seed. I don't know if you heard that. <laughs> uh, and and they've been a disaster since. So yeah. I guess be, that's my concern. Is be careful. You I don't want to become Illinois because we thought mm-hmm. you know, hey we had Bill Self, he was great. Bruce Weber's not Bill Self. We mm-hmm. need to get somebody new. Hey, we had. Bo Ryan, he's really great. We have great guard. He's not. Bo Ryan, mm-hmm. we need to get somebody new. Like that, that's a, I think, mm-hmm. a dangerous trap to fall into. Yeah. Be careful what you wish for. Type so, thing. but that doesn't make you believe in great guard. Right. <laughs> necessarily. <laughs> it's just a concern I have when we talk about. Yeah. You know, that's understandable. That's understandable. All right. Next up. Next up. Uh, all right, this will be a, a fun one. Uh, we'll we'll see how it goes. I think it could be fun. All right, so uh, the fellow fan sent in, please make your most educated guess as to where the following former Badger basketball players are and what their current professions are. So there's a list of them, and these are all guys that played back when Marlo and I were uh, attending Madison, I believe, right? This is kind of that era? Yeah, uh, I think so. Okay, so first one starting with uh, Orlando Tucker. So I guess I'll say them. You say let's do it. Okay. I'll say them. Uh, say the name. You say your guess. Okay. I'll say my guess. Um, okay. All right. And then, do we know actually where they are? Did we look this up or we're just no, 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 no. We don't fact check. Um. All right. All right. First up, Orlando Tucker. <laughs> yeah, Orlando Tucker. I know he's with the Badgers in some capacity. Uh, I think it's like something made up, uh, like in ambassador or something of that nature. Oh. Uh, but I know he's with the team. And judging from his Twitter and Instagram, he just has his son play basketball on the court all day. Oh, nice. Yeah. So we we looked things up, but we didn't look up the answer. No, yeah. Well, this is my best guess because like, that's just my life. I just follow Orlando Tucker on Instagram. <laughs> so I knew, I knew that he had some capacity with the university, so yeah. I just made up something for Orlando Tucker. Oh, okay. Go ahead. I said he's a, he's a bulldozer operator somewhere because that's how he played. He just put his shoulder down. <laughs> Into the defender, created space, and then scored. So, gotcha. Like a, like a bulldozer. That was a bulldozer operator. Okay. I'm, do, I'm doing the. Hey man, you could be right. You could be right. I don't know. I'm doing the late night host. You know. Yeah. I just know his son has a sweet the, jump shot. Table. Is he committed to Wisconsin? Oh, uh, I don't know. He's like ten. <laughs> oh, <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next up, uh, Michael Jackson. Um, he's dead, right? I thought he passed away years ago. I mean, he's a, one of the greatest think, entertainers of all time. I mean, might be might be a different Michael Jackson. Oh, <laughs> oh then, then my best that, guess is that he's in Vegas impersonating Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Yeah. Nice. I said, if he is a basketball player, I don't remember him. <laughs> okay. Hopefully he's doing better than the more famous Michael Jackson. <laughs> 
<laughs> I hope so. I truly <laughs> hope so. We're both on the same page. All right. Uh, next up, Brian Butch. Oh, uh, the polar bear. Um, shoot. He's. I think he's like assistant coach of the Bucks G team. And I think he's also podcasting. He might be stepping on oh. turf as well. I've seen Man, some stuff. A competitor. Yeah, as a competitor. Oh no, I think he is. He, uh, I saw this too. Uh, I don't remember who he is. Yeah. Uh, or you kind of uh, crept on mine here. I have him down as a uh, currently a polar bear conservationist up at the North Pole. Oh, I mean, pretty close. Is he like? That's very good. All right. Yeah, there's no way to confirm or deny this. So no, no. All right. Uh, next up is uh, Boo Wade. Boo Wade. <laughs> Boo Wade. He is um, doing haunted houses somewhere. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That's good. I would, do- for, Boo Wade. I yeah. I would. I wouldn't know what he's doing. Yeah. I, I'm gonna I, go haunted uh, houses. Final answer. I went to do my research without doing research. Yeah. And uh, so the first thing that popped up was a, a court case. So, oof, I don't know. Uh, on to the next one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Jason Chapel. Jason Chapel, he is. He's one or two things. Yeah. He's either an accountant. Ooh. Or he is like a minister somewhere. <laughs> All right. I have him down as playing in Europe somewhere. Oh, okay. That could be too. Who who knows? Yeah. All right, and uh, our last one is Freddie Owens. Oh, Freddie. <laughs> Freddie. Hmm. I guess. I think Freddie might be using his big smile to his advantage somewhere. Mm. Um. So I would go. Uh. Well, Ringling Brothers is out of business now. Um. Hmm. Freddie is what we call a personality. Ooh. Yeah. Like uh, a big brother or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Interesting. So I already used up one of my two um, generic former college basketball player. What is he doing with playing in Europe? So I'm going to say he's uh, an insurance salesman. Oh, ooh, that's a good one. That's so good that'll one. do it. That, that is our list of our educated guesses on where these yeah. former Badgers are. I hope all of them are wrong. <laughs> on my side <laughs> and hopefully they're uh, off doing uh, uh, successful uh, and uh, enjoyable careers okay I thought polar bear conservation would be yeah polar bear conservation doing, doing big things for yeah. the world doing good work yeah good work alright good job Brian Bush <laughs> <laughs> alright um, next next question alright this is a good one for you to read oh boy um, as we are almost at the NFL drafts, have Bear fans yet come to terms with the Mitchell Trubisky pick? God damn it. You know what, dude? When this happened, I wish it was recording when this happened. Because I was one of those people, like one of those, the viral videos you saw. Like I had the same freaking reaction. Because when it went down, because the way it went down, I was like, okay, I think we're going to get quarterback. And then when, it, when it, like they said they were trading up, I was like, oh, we're getting Deshaun yeah. Watson. I thought we were getting Deshaun. Like I had in my head, like we're gonna have Deshaun Watson. This is gonna be good. This is gonna be great. And the fact that we moved up one spot, yep. one spot, and they read the name Mitchell Trubisky. I, 
I, I fell on the floor and just yelled, <laughs> why? <laughs> why? I was like Nancy carrying it. I was like, why? And it was so hot. It was so hot at that time. And um, uh, I think the best, I mean, we all know that, uh, we all know that Mike Glennon didn't take it well. But uh, no, <laughs> as well, he, he shouldn't have, he was at he the draft his, party. He took what his a, check to the bank. What a dick right. move, by the way. <laughs> hey, come to our draft party. Be the host of our draft party. We're going to draft the quarterback. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> but I don't know. I have, uh, I, I have high hopes. Um, yeah. There were flashes last year. It was, oh you know, a Fox run offense. So it's not like, I mean, ugh, there was there was some flashes. So. I guess I haven't come to terms with it because it hasn't hasn't come to fruition. Okay. So I hope I'm proven wrong. I hope I I hope that you know things are working out this year and we really see that Mitch Trubisky. Here. So final answer is really no. I have not come to terms with it. Yeah, I think the the big thing was that that trading up. Yeah. To to get him like the I think it was with the 49ers, right? And they like yeah somehow convinced him that they wanted yeah. to draft him. Right. You, I really would love to be on that call. Like I wish that the audio of that call like would come out. From the 49er side, where yeah, like, and I want to see the video of their face, like putting yeah. the phone down, like laughing hysterically, like, like yeah, put it on mute and just start yeah. laughing. <laughs> yeah, because if you pick them at whatever your normal draft position was, I don't remember exactly what number like, it was, but yeah, it's like four or five. It's like or four or five. They traded yeah. up to get four, something like that. Yeah, if you do that and then he doesn't work out fine, that's one thing. But like to target him and to trade up to get specifically him, it makes puts that much more pressure, but it's that much more onus on 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 him and in the franchise and just seemed you know along with the mike Lennon thing all poorly planned out yeah so well, it's either going to be a genius move or a terrible move so we'll find out all right uh next one uh this is directed at you marlo uh marlo you were and are a good athlete i don't know about if that. if <laughs> this this uh Fellow fans seems to think so. If all your if all your athletic accomplishments were on film, which one would you most want uh, your son NBH the third to see? Oh boy, um, you know I, I I don't know if it's what is the question yeah. most athletic accomplishment. I think, and I keep trying to find because I know the video's out there somewhere because this was done pre YouTube days. Um, but the I was in the Illinois State Dunk Contest, my oh. junior and senior year. Senior year was a better showing, um, so I'd say my senior. I'd say yeah. I'd say my senior year dunk contest participation uh, would be. I'd want that. I'd want him to see that. So it can always say yeah. I used to be able to jump. So yeah, yeah, and I'll dunk on you right now. I really need to find that video because I, 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 in my guy head, I feel like it's really amazing, and it probably was nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so, wow. Well, you were in a, some sort of state dunk contest, so it had to be at least something. <laughs> Mine for you would be—I don't even know if this is true, but mm. I've heard it through our friends uh, of the time. Our friend Roan uh, blocked your shot in basketball. I would want—I would want your son to see that. To see what? Not sure if it's true. When Roan blocked you and <laughs> blocked your shot in basketball. <laughs> <laughs> okay all right all right no sure. that's that's I'm wiped not, from the earth i'm not sure if that pickup game was filmed or not <laughs> uh and even though this caller didn't ask uh mine would be uh one of my uh two goals that i scored one was in uh i guess the 
divisional round of uh, our playoffs against Burlington. And then another one was in a conference play. I scored a penalty kick to beat uh, Lake Geneva Badger. So those mm-hmm. were, were my, my two highlights. That's good. Oh, I do have one more because I would I, oh. just because I know it's gonna it's probably legal now, and it's definitely like not gonna be that way once he realizes what football is. But in football, I remember this, I had it was a crackback block that I had to do, and I lit, I came out the side, and this kid was not had no idea it was coming, and just lit him up feet in the air, like basically did like a like a quarter flip, um, in the air, and I destroyed him. And I would I would love to show him that, be like, this is what football is. <laughs> this is what it used to be. This is what it used to be. <laughs> so, that was it. That just came to mind. Um, I got one for you, Casey. Okay. Uh, this one is, Casey, what's your best move in Dungeons & Dragons? <laughs> Dungeons & Dragons? I have actually never played Dungeons & Dragons. Uh, oh, you haven't? To be honest. No. Oh, okay. No, well. it's, uh, it's uh, a little bit more... See, to to play Dungeons and Dragons, you have to be uh, creative, and I am, I am, I am not creative. So, I keep my uh, creativity to small quips on a podcast, <laughs> and, and that's about it. Uh, so, I've never played that. Um, I've done. I guess if you want to talk about board games, I have like some what would be considered relatively nerdy board games. Uh, that I, I guess maybe I don't need to get into. I was going to get into it. I was going to. You were about it. to. I could tell. I was. I was going to talk about like a specific one or two, and then I was like, "It's probably not great for anybody." So I'm going to back off that. Walk that back. Um, okay. I haven't played Dungeons and Dragons, although I have talked about it and planned on doing it with somebody, uh, but we. I just haven't found the time. Uh, okay. To do it. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is a good one for you since you made this decision. Why is your cover <laughs> picture the flat iron building? Um, I one I didn't even know it actually had a name. So thanks to the fellow fan that actually recognized the building. <laughs> so now I can at least answer that to people that ask. But yeah. the real answer is because it was free. Yeah. Um, we needed cover art uh, to be able to post their stuff on uh, on iTunes, and so yeah, I, I went up and I found some. Um, website that can make them and had stock art and i thought that was the most classy at least the classiest looking one that would i don't know make some sort of sense even though it really doesn't but it looks nice and i put it up there and yeah because it's free and we need money to be able to make a nice one which will bring it to a point um if we have any artists out there that would like to show us their creativity and send over a cover art um, we will take a look at it. And also, if you'd like to go ahead and uh, support us, my Venmo is open, at MarloJR. <laughs> and that will go directly to all proceeds. will go directly to keeping this podcast afloat. Getting working microphones. What's that? And getting working microphones. Oh, yeah, and, mo- and working microphones. <laughs> getting our studios set up. Okay, so you got the next. One? Yeah, I got the next one. Um, we got here. Who do you feel? Who do you feel would be the three most appropriate sponsors for your podcast? This is very appropriate. Yeah, I uh, thought about this is a good deal. We got talking the mic. All right. Yeah. Uh, so I got three here. Uh, first. Uh, whoever would give us uh, me a quality mic that I could get to work on my computer and that I could figure out would be a great 
a great uh, podcast sponsor. Yes. Uh, I think uh, any beer company, any beer company would be great. We would accept donations in, in the form of beer uh, to both Marlo and me. That would be fantastic. Uh, again, painting myself in a great image. Well, well done, Casey. Uh, and then I think uh, the Wisconsin Athletic Department. Uh, Why not? Why not? Do you have a uh, do you have some yeah, sponsors I, you have in mind? Definitely, yeah. I, I was gonna say the Wisconsin Athletic Department. Um, that is up there. We would we would do you proud. Uh, I would go. Uh, I do headphones. I like some headphones. So yeah. Apple or Beats, if you're listening, we'll take that. And, um, you know, probably Tesla, right? So we can ride in style. <laughs> I think Tesla would be a great brand, a great brand merger uh, for, yeah. for us. I, I think that would be a great, yeah. <laughs> so, Collaboration. Yeah, yeah that'd be much. great. This, we really need to start, start on these. Um, yeah, we really need to start on these sponsors, on these sponsors yeah. uh, so th- that we can, we can, you know, monetize. I think us and Tesla are really projecting the same <laughs> brand image. <laughs> Let's go with that. What's up, Elon? Elon, Elon, Elon knows what's yeah. up. He's a fellow fan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Got a, the last one here. Uh, a little bit, this one's a little bit inside the podcast uh, question. Uh, it deals with a couple of our friends. Uh, so I'll ask you the question. Which is the more reliable emotion? Uncle Danny's anger. Or Duvall's naysaying. Now, before you answer, I want to okay. kind of explain to the, the fellow fans who, you know, didn't know us uh, when we were in college. Uh, we have a, a friend, Dan, uh, who we have nicknamed Uncle Danny when he gets angry. And his mm, just he has a temper about him. And it's uh, uh, quite large. And we have a, a friend, Duvall, who... Double. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> either way, uh, who is... Uh, just say quite the naysayer. Always anything, anything you try to create, anything you try to do, he is there to naysay and uh, see the downside of everything. So I guess those are the two characters. I'm sure we all have friends like this, but um, I guess as we look at our friends, who has a more reliable emotion? Marlo, Uncle Danny's anger or Duvall's naysaying? Um, this one isn't even close. It's Duvall's naysaying. <laughs> it's not even like D- Danny's anger. It will happen, but. It takes something to get there, right? He's yep. like, it's kind of like the Hulk, you know? <laughs> like he's not the Hulk all the time. He's, you know, right. it's David Banner. Um, but Duvall's naysaying, it's going to happen. I mean, we, we, we get the text every Monday. <laughs> every Monday, naysaying about something on this podcast. Yeah. So I'm excited to see what happens this Monday. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Duvall's naysaying, well, it, it, it's more reliable than, I don't know, insert the most reliable thing you could think of. Yeah, not not Tesla cars though. Yeah, <laughs> they got autopilot. <laughs> it's kind of a sticky subject right now. Uh, <laughs> I I I uh, agree with you. Uh, I think it's entirely possible for somebody to meet Uncle Danny and not experience his anger. But I guarantee you, anybody who has met Duvall has experienced his naysaying. <laughs> so I also <laughs> go with with Duvall. I asked, right. I, asked my, I asked my wife, and she yeah. said, "Uncle Danny gets angry." <laughs> no way. Yeah. yeah. No. She's, you know, he's wow. You know, in 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 their relatively limited dealings. Wow. Uh, she was not surprised at Duvall's nays. No. Okay. There you go. That's there that's was, real. That, that's real world. Yeah. Real world data yeah. right there. All right. That was too much time to spend on our friends. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
All right. That's it for the mailbag. Um, that's going to be it for the show. We're going to wrap up um, here. Thanks for everyone for sending their questions. Uh, like Casey said, if you want to send some more questions, hit us up on Twitter um, or Facebook. Uh, and yeah, we do appreciate all the love on iTunes. Keep those coming. We appreciate you listening. Casey, do you have any last words for them? Uh, thank you, everybody, as Marlo said, for listening. Uh, no last words for me. On Wisconsin. On Wisconsin.